That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Friday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials, go there, join the militia. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. Cuse in Paradise Island with a 67-55 Loss against VCU, a 92-84 win over Arizona State. And just now, an 89-68 loss against 19th-ranked Auburn. We'll hear from you. You'll hear from us. And um, we'll wrap this thing up, Mm. okay? Go one and two in Atlantis. Not exactly what we were hoping for, but it is a whole lot better than 0-3, which is what I would have bet, what, uh, Wednesday after the VCU game, so we'll we could talk a, a little bit about that. But first, there was some breaking news before Atlantis started. Joe Chris Harper, uh, defensive tackle, he entered the transfer portal according to Rivals, uh, reported by Mike McAllister, and he's he's a he's a backup guy. He had nine tackles and one sack during the season so far. Uh, he's going to finish his career at SU with forty two tackles, uh, six sac- uh, six tackles for loss, and three sacks. Uh, he only has one year of eligibility remaining, according to Mike McAllister. He's going to join linebacker uh, Jeff Canton Arcu, uh, Dylan Markowitz, defensive end slash linebacker um, Kinsler, quarterback Tommy DeVito, and receiver Taj Harris, r- running back uh, Jarvion Howard, and um, wide receiver Russell Tom- Thomas Bishop. Um, Mike, mm-hmm. Mike Glisso is over at SI. Syracuse also, I mean... Not in the transfer portal, but we also lost Ben Labros too. So uh, left the program, yeah. I think, for personal reasons. Um, but this, the past two kind of kind of hurt a little bit, Joe. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; he's a backup, but he's a, he's a he's you know he's the next man in line to step up here, especially next year. So um, I you know I think rightfully so in a way i think everybody's kind of wondering what the hell's going on i mean i don't get it there's one game left you can't finish out the season i don't understand so uh well yeah i mean i can understand some guys like doing it at a certain point because of like being able to use their red shirt because they haven't played four games or something but uh the one i mean the thing that gets me here is really the timing i mean unless he's um injured and can't play in these this last game or anything like that like i don't really understand why you know you you do this with one game to go because you're not saving i mean you have one year eligibility regardless whether you play this game or not so to throw yourself in the transfer portal and you know kind of take your self out of the game at this point um is a little confusing to me but um you know we spoke yesterday and he said he was doing the best thing for him, and you know, who knows? Maybe he is nursing an injury, and he wants to just get home and maybe take care of that. And oh, it's not uh, our it's not our place to question if it, nah, it, you it, can't. It, you but, know, you but, know. I mean, I know that he's also a guy that's been here for four years, and you know, he didn't get brought in to do the three three five. So maybe he thinks he can go somewhere and start in in traditional four three, so he can be a traditional down uh, D tackle and see what he can do. But again, it's all speculation, right? So, anyways, you know, one more game left for football. Well, hopefully two, right? You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully two, two, one regular season game left for football, and um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, We are going to get into. I have uh, I had put together so we were going to come here this morning. Things happened, got pushed back. We decided, okay, well, it's just going to be best to. 
wait for after the game and just talk about everything at once. Um, so it was going to kind of have to be early in the morning or after this game. And so I did have a montage put together, but we're not, I'm not going to play the montage because it's a little out of context now, but we'll go over some of that. So we're going to hit VCU a little bit and we'll hit uh, ASU a little bit and, and we'll do kind of a top five, uh, I guess, fan feedback for each of those. And then we're going to hit the Spotify green room and see if we can uh, get in there and, and, and um, get some thoughts as they roll through on social media and uh, maybe we can get uh, some attention of some people in the uh, in the Spotify green room. So, it's time. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, yes. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. That's over. Okay. Yeah. So, bring on the Christmas music. Look, I've been decorated at my house since November 1st, day after Thanksgiving. That's the day for us. That's the day we do it. So, um, I've been holding this in for almost a month, Joe. So, thank God. I'm sorry. Okay. I did it for you, Joe, because I know you hate it. Uh, look, my bookie. It's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you double your money instantly thanks to their double deposit bonus. For all new users with my bookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at my bookie and use the promo code SportsDrink, you'll instantly receive double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games, leagues, and casino options to choose from. The Patriots are taking on the Bills this Monday night as they uh, continue their quest to reclaim the AFC East title. Buffalo has looked legit this year so far, however. Uh, Look for them to cover the spread. But we will see this is their first meeting, I believe, too, of the year so far. The Bills just played on Thursday night, I thought, so... Yeah, we well, must be that, looking ahead. This must th- be this must be skipping. This must be skipping this Sunday and looking ahead to the following Monday. I would assume. Yeah. Uh, look, dude, I just read this stuff. Okay. I know. All right. Set yourself up for success by doubling. Barely read it. Success by doubling your first deposit when using the promo code SportsDrink at my bookie. That's promo code SportsDrink to double your initial deposit, all the way up to a thousand dollars. Bet anytime, on anything, anywhere with my bookie. Thank you, my bookie. All right, Joe. So the I had the montage set up, right? So um, we're going to skip that. But let's go through some of the things Coach did say last night, starting with VCU. Look, VCU was a little bit better than I had expected. Joe, I don't know about you, but I, I, I you know, we talked. I kind of poo-pooed VCU coming into this game, only averaging about 51 points a game. And I thought that, not that this was going to be a breeze, but that Syracuse was going to be able to score enough to beat this team. And I was wrong. Uh, Coach, in his press conference last night, did mention that VCU is one of the, has one of the best defenses in the country. And so Ken Palm, says, according to his analytics, VCU is the ninth-ranked defense in adjusted defense in the country. In the country. So um, they, just, they just smothered Syracuse. Uh, they, were, they were way more energetic, and they were all over the place. They were in Syracuse's face all night. So we're, yeah, I'm seeing fifth after today. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives... There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Well, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this was this morning when I got that down. So, And they played, speaking of today, they played UConn tough. Yeah. Uh, brought them all the way into overtime, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, in it, very impressive VCU team uh, that I saw these three games uh, in this tournament. So, with that said, look, better, just better than than what I expected, I guess. You know, I mean, yeah. What can you say? The I mean, realistically, it was the defense that you said. Uh, I mean, they won the turnover battle, but we won the rebounds. Uh, we were there with, you know, we had free throws. You know, we went to the line very well in both these three games, I felt, um, in the tournament. But we just didn't make shots. I mean, they just, you know, they just disrupted us to the point where, you know, we just couldn't get any. I mean, Cole Swider couldn't get going. And um, realistically, when you look at it, I mean, we took more shots. Uh, we took more free throws. And you know, the turnovers, they weren't, you know, crazy different you know we had two more turnovers than they did and um we had five more uh rebounds you know seven more offensive rebounds so i think a lot of this was obviously not making shots and then because of like how i saw the team play with uh jesse edwards not being in foul trouble i mean you have to remember he fouled out of this game and he only played 16 minutes so refs kind of took him out of this game and um you know they made three pointers um they had guys step up and, and hit some. I mean, seven to eighteen isn't a great percentage, but um, you know they hit enough more than I thought they were going to be able to hit um, to beat us. But I think the biggest thing really was just us not making shots, and um, you know Jesse Edwards, you know not only getting sixteen points or sorry sixteen minutes um, in the game. That's just pretty much what I saw. I mean, Cole Sweater going two for fourteen, Jimmy five for thirteen. Oh, um, you know, buddy. Oh for four from from inside the arc for Joe. I mean six points for Joe. Um, not yeah, a good show. Just... Two and nine, and he had six six out of our sixteen turnovers. Joe had so and Joe he had a rough he had a rough tournament. Uh, and yeah, all together. When, when, and all together, when you look at it, I mean, we just we kind of got the lucky kind of draw. And I'm not trying to say this in a good way or not. And you know, you never know. But if we were on the other side of that bracket. Um, all four of those teams were really good. So really, when you look at when you looked at our draw, um, our matchup against VCU, and, and then having a chance to play Arizona State, I mean, those were pretty much the two of the better chances of getting wins in this in this whole tournament. Um, but really, the way that it was set up, we were only going to get one. You know, if we were to beat VCU, then uh, I think that uh, we wouldn't have been ready for Baylor. It would have been a good, you know good game to have on there for strength schedule and everything but you know we wouldn't have been ready for baylor and uh, i don't think we'd have been ready for uconn either so um well yeah i mean i I mean we could sit here and speculate and and say well if we beat vcu we could have we would have still went probably one and two two, right so yeah and then on the other side like you're saying i mean it's quite possibly you just go on three I mean, there's there's a lot of good teams in this tournament, dude. No, yeah. I mean, the, the best. I mean, it, the only thing that would have basically been better is to beat VCU, and then would have basically had two losses against better teams. It would have been Baylor and UConn. It would have been two ranked teams versus, you know, losing to VCU and then getting your win against Arizona State and then losing against a good team like Auburn because Auburn's a really good team too. I mean, they could have won this tournament, or they could have been right there. Any of those four teams on the other side could have been right there playing against Baylor in that championship game. So, uh, you mentioned Cole, and you know he had a rough game against. I mean, he's had a rough regular season, right? I mean, can we be honest? Okay. Well, Just, I mean, I think he stepped up the last two games, right? I well, mean, well, that's where I'm leading to, Joe. Uh, up to VCU, he hadn't. We were still with last time over we here. We were talking about, you know, what um, when is he going to turn it on, and and you know, we're we're still waiting to to see, reap some of the benefits of this transfer. And, you know, the past two games, um, good, 
really good. I mean, he had 19 against um, Arizona State, and he had 17 tonight against Auburn, and he was really good last night. So uh, this the team's a little different when, when Cole's shooting good, and, um, you know, he's been missing from the stat sheet. So I think, obviously, they got to fire on all cylinders. Um, Jesse Edwards, just like, he, he's just totally turned it on. And... Um, just been amazing, and I, I still look for for him to improve on some things. But if you get Cole going, and you get you get at least one of the the buddy bro- or the Bayheim brothers going, and you know Joe can kind of find his role. Still, kind of feel like we're in that spot that we were last year with Joe a little bit. But yeah, y- you know what I'm saying. Just a little bit. It's just tough because he just seems to me like he's just a natural scorer, and he just seems to me like still it's like a trying to make a shooting guard into a point guard and he has his moments but um again you know especially against vcu and in auburn today uh the way they play defense you know i mean you can look at it he's getting pickpocketed man i mean yeah i mean you can look at it two different ways i mean because it's these are good matchups and good teams to play against this early in the season you know to kind of get used to it because talking about i mean auburn there's like what i think ken palm has in 34th as far as defense goes, their offense is ranked a little better, but Auburn's a legit team. And, um, you know, they brought the fresh legs. You're seeing they were playing in 10, 11, they were going deep. And, um, you know, after yesterday, when, when we pretty much had, I mean, we pretty much went all out. Yeah. I mean, that VCU game, they, that went, it was two games in a row. And I think that, uh, Beheim kind of went all out, like pretty much, you know, said, I'm going to do whatever I need to do last night to get the win against Arizona state. Um, and, uh, you know, all those, st- all the starters played 35 minutes or more last year, last night. I don't even think any of them subbed the second half. They all had over 10 shots. They all had double figures, um, as far as points go. So, um, you know, after you go all out and those players play that, you know, now they got to turn around and play the third game and third day against Auburn, who's out there subbing, like, you know, what they were saying, like a hockey lineup, you know, five in, five out. And they were keeping fresh legs in there and the way that they play defense. I mean, it was just gonna be that was gonna be a tough game today regardless. And, and on top of the fact that they're they're a good team anyway, you know. Yeah. So I mean, the other thing too about Jesse that you know he needs to get credit for is his um play and not fouling. One one foul against Arizona State, I think he had three today, right? Is that right? Three? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so playing a little bit more clean and obviously like he needs to be out there and he, and is he, if he continues with his development and the way he's going right now, it's going to be, that's going to be something we haven't had in a couple years. And, um, I'm just really proud of him to be honest with you. I mean, he was in the press conference yesterday and, um, I mean, he's even putting the ball on the ground a little bit, you know. <laughs> and it's, no, no, he's finishing well around the rim, and yeah, he's, that's, he's that's another his thing. And that's a, yeah, that's another thing we didn't have last year is finishing around the rim. I mean, it was, it was oh, just not 20, consistent. Twenty-one points against Arizona State. They showed the stat today. It was the most points from a center since 2010 for Syracuse. Oh, that's excellent. So, yeah. I mean, that's a 10, 11 years. So, um, you know, obviously he brings a different dimension. And he's obviously gotten better. And as long as he keeps that confidence, you know, I, I like his chances of having a, a pretty solid season. Um, and obviously he's got to stay out of foul trouble. But really, um, you know, looking at this tournament and going through, I mean, playing these three solid teams, uh, obviously it's defense. Um, today, obviously, wasn't going to cut it. I think that we, uh, again, I think we're a little tired and lackadaisical at times, uh, especially on, on defense. You know, all those alley-oops and everything like that. And losing by 10 with the rebounds and eight and turnovers. Uh, you know, if they shot 50%, you know, you're not going to win that game. Um, but uh, th- we need to fix the defense, obviously. Uh, even, pl- you know, we scored 68. And, you know, on a better on an average day, I think we should score a little more against Auburn. You know, I think that we were just a little tired. Uh, the legs got a- away from some of the players. I think Buddy missed some shots that are pretty automatic uh, in the second half. So, um, could have been a closer game. We should have scored more points, but again, it's the defense, you know, uh, all the way back to Colgate, you know, Colgate's got an all right offense, you know, in, in an older team, they put up a hundred on us and VCU averaged what, 51 points a game. They put up 67 on us. Um, you know, we, we scored, you know, Arizona state's defense isn't great. Probably 
the worst defense in the tournament, if, if not ours. But, uh, you know, we got our, our stuff together, and we won that game yesterday. Uh, but, you know, he turned around and played against Auburn, too. I mean, put up 89. Let us let him put up 89. And I know they have a good offense. But, I mean, it, this just isn't going to cut it. And, and that's, I think, the biggest story and the biggest thing. I, I think that we can score. I think that we're seeing, you know, our offense starting to evolve and some of the players and, and what they can do. And then, obviously, you know, what type of defense and teams are going to give us problems. Um, but uh, nonetheless, if we don't step up on defense and get stops and get rebounds, and it's just it's going well, to be a problem. Well, the, the rebounds is, is a huge issue. I mean, that's that's a huge issue. I mean, so, I mean, but that's something yeah, it we today. constantly, it was today, it was, it was, I think we were out-rebounded yesterday, too. No. Um, sure about that? No. Pretty sure. No, we weren't. But VCU got us. So, you know, the two losses, which, you know, the common denominator there. Uh, so, yeah, we were, we were, uh, we ate plus 10 on the rebounds last night. Uh, top, top five for VCU, real quick. At Andy McElpine. Offense looked lost. Defense looked lost. Terrible. Swider needs to be better. Uh, obviously, that's all true. And Swider did step it up. At Orange Bias, delete my memory. I mean, that's legit. Mm. Uh, I don't know if this is, I don't know if I should call this a top five or not. F, 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 looking at this one here, at Jets fan twenty seven seventy nine, we sucked ass. Yes, it was it was mm. bad. So yesterday, dude, I was mad. I was like, I don't get like mad. I get frustrated a lot, but I was like pissed. I was like, we were gonna do a live, you know, um, not yesterday. I'm sorry, the VCU game. And we were going to do a live, and this, you know, I was kind of looking forward to it, doing something, you know, after yeah. a win. But then we just get handled, and I'm like, oh, screw that. Was, you know, well, that's not going to happen. Uh, Robert, yeah. on Facebook, someone named Bayheim has to score. Jesse can uh, be a big asset when not in foul trouble. VCU played a stifling man-to-man. Yeah, and, you know, looking back at some of these comments, this is so true. I mean, obviously, when Jesse broke out, against Arizona State and kept it up today uh, despite the loss, but all, all true. David, uh, this team misses the grit and toughness that we had with Marek. Okay, that's a solid point. Um, with losses to toothpaste in a VCU offense that isn't that great, we'll absolutely, absolutely be looking at a below 500 record. In early March, I don't know. So you know, this has been talked about too. Beheim, yeah. Beheim has never had a losing record in his forty-six years or whatever year we're on now. I think 40, 45, 46. and this has been tossed around. But I've seen it tossed around before. But a, a, with the non-conference being as tough as it is all the way through, I mean, that's um, that's a legit concern of mine. I don't know about yeah. you, Joe. Well, you just can't. I mean, the non-conference is there to get you for the, you know, to get ready for the conference schedule, right? But you can't do. I mean, you can't have a bad, you know, a certain type. You have to have a certain record coming out of there, you know, obviously because you know there's only so many games you're going to win when it comes to the conference, realistically, too, right? Because we are on the ACC, so um, definitely, definitely nerve-wracking. And, and, and playing those teams, playing these type of teams, you know, they're going to help. Um, I don't know if there's a defensive team as good as VCU in, in the ACC, but um, nonetheless, I mean, we, we need to, I mean, VCU's the VCU game overall was a team that was really, really good at defense that put the pressure on us and made us miss shots. And to the point where I think we only shot like 20 something percent from the field. And I think Jesse Edwards not being in there, obviously kind of hurt. And, um, you know, we're we're having problems with other teams kind of out physical us uh, down low. So that's we're, we're really where it's hurting us on, on defense, too. So, yeah, still but trying to home, figure oh, it out. I mean, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's homeboy's name there? The big dude. Kessler. What is yep. he? See, seven one two forty five. I mean, uh. look. They he did a pretty he good job. From North Carolina, yeah, yeah, UNC guy. I mean, uh, they did a pretty good job with him, and Jesse did a pretty good job with him, I think. So, with that said, with that no, said, today. so today, no, I'm well, talking VCU. Okay, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying with with what we had to deal with today. When I first was looking at um, Auburn, I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be a total nightmare. But he held his own, 
And we haven't really, I mean, Mark did, you know, the grit of Mark was obviously something that was huge. And, um, you know, uh, everybody appreciated him getting down and dirty. And may, we might not necessarily have that, but he used to get killed in there. I mean, you can have, you can have grit and get killed at the same time. So, uh, mm-hmm. which is what he did. <laughs> so, <It's> true. <laughs> uh, Let's uh, move on to, uh, I got five more for Arizona State, and then we will, we will look live at the socials for Auburn. Uh, at Matt Sherman 52, we struggled against the press. Three-point defense is bad. Good to see Cole hitting shots, and Jesse is the most crucial player from here on out, or at least until we get Sadibi back to, to, uh, to spell him. Can't, he can't sit. Uh, I don't know if Sadibi regains that spot. Uh, when he comes back. I mean, I'm sure he'll play some good minutes, but as long as Jesse's doing what he's doing now and getting better, and and if he stays out of foul trouble, that's going to be, um, that's going to be his spot. And the the, the crucial thing is staying out of foul trouble because it's so easy to be in there and get uh, whistled constantly. So especially with, you know, know, when we used to throw Marek down there and stuff like that, he was in foul trouble every damn game. At K. Nabiwaniak, Jesse was terrific. Buddy scored almost at will, but good grief. The last 10 minutes was brutal to watch. How can we not utilize Benny or Samir in the second half to help when we get pressured? Joe can be a streaky score, but that's it. The ball handling and defense, yikes. So in the presser after the Arizona State game, Coach did mention that he kept Benny and Samir out Um are limited their minutes. And I think they each had six minutes because of the fact of their, um, you know, um, lack of experience out there. So he kept the guys he thought was going, were going to be good against the press. With that said, the press was terrible. The beat in the press was terrible. We just, mm-hmm. they just did not a good job. So, um, the ball handling thing, look, this is where you get a lot of the Syracuse fans talking about Kadari, and I totally, um, I totally get that. You know, I I do. And someone, and Samir did he did okay today. I think he did better today um, than I've seen, which which is not saying much, Joe. But no, um, I mean we got to have that guy, and we just we really don't have that guy. So the calls, you know, the Kadari. The Kadari calls, you know, and it. I do see where they're coming from. I, I really do. I really do because he was he was excellent at getting the ball inside, and he was he was really good at breaking the press. Not perfect, but he was really good at it. So yeah, I mean, you just hope that it's. I mean, it's obviously a copycat league, and people look at it, and you know, Joe Girardi had twelve turnovers this this tournament. You know, he had six the first game, four, you know, the second game, and two the third game, and he played the least amount of minutes I think in the third game uh, with only twenty seven, but. He was also playing off the ball because Samir played a, a lot more uh, today than any other game as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, you just hope that this is something that's, something that's fixable and that other teams aren't going to try to – I mean, obviously other teams are going to try to, you know, duplicate it and stuff like that. But obviously not every team um, that we play here on out is going to have the uh, personnel that Auburn and VCU has as far as defense and being able to, you know, sub out and stuff like that. So, um yeah, I mean, we kind of sold sold, and went all out. You know, Beheim said he was going to do whatever he was going to have to do, even if it's I'm playing all five starters um, for the whole second half if they can. You know, we, we were going to do what we had to do to, to beat Arizona State. And, um, you know, we got to the line, and uh, we were pretty efficient from the three-point line and scored 92 points. And, you know, they kind of fell in love with shooting threes, and they should, made 15 of them, but they shot 39. So uh, just a team that – Pretty much, we just they just couldn't score with us, and, and we did just enough to win that game. Thank yeah, God. And, and had to have that game. Uh, let me yeah. back up to Matt Sherman's comment. He reminds or doesn't remind me, but lets me know he is in the green room and he heard me comment on his on his um, feedback uh, when he says, or at least until we get Sadibi back, Jesse being the most crucial player. He didn't mean start, just to be clear. So yes, to uh, get have him in there in case. Uh, Jesse gets in foul trouble. Obviously, that's going to be huge. Frank, I mean... No, it's going to open everything up, right? right. So, I mean, a lot of times, how many times have we had, you know, between Sidibe and and Chukwu and stuff, you know, we love running those pick and rolls up top, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't have 
an offensive threat as a center that's rolling, then, you know, how many times did, did the centers just stay out there, right? So, I mean, now when you got somebody who can actually score and he gets the ball, uh, that forces the defense to play the pick and roll a little bit differently. And uh, I think that you're seeing Jesse Edwards um, kind of, you know, benefit because of that because he's actually being able to roll and actually catch the ball keep the ball high don't bring it down low and finish right so yeah and he's stronger and his hands are better this year so uh, oh yeah at tony staffieri uh this was after the arizona state game auburn is ready already lined up in the hotel lobby to press the orange <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny because uh, no. it's true um Daryl, on Facebook, nice comeback win. I would like to see some of our players take the ball down the court and actually try to set up the offense. I've seen too many times tonight players just taking the ball down the court, never look to pass the ball, and then chuck it up with very little time off the clock. The shots were bad ones. I mean, I saw a little bit of that. I mean, I don't know how picky I want to be there, but I, I definitely can see where he's coming from when – when they're unless they're on a some kind of you know fast break or something, they got no business just chucking up shots like that. I mean, it's just the the percentage of that shot falling is not there yet, and no. we're early in the season. They, and that's the, that's the type of stuff that's easy to clean up because you just don't do it, right? So, um, and that's they'll they'll get there. That little stuff they'll get there. What are we game six? today so yeah uh, no, and i think that it's going to be interesting to see how our how our offense can evolve now knowing that we can use jesse edwards as a you know an offensive weapon we can actually post you know have him post up and get the ball or like i said be able to roll and finish around the basket um that again just opens up a lot more things that we haven't been able to to use um for a little while now as far as um as a center at syracuse so um, you know, the offense is only going to get better in, in my opinion. You got a bunch of shooters and they just got to figure it out and they just got to figure out basically just deal with the pressure. Right. I mean, cause that's really what's hurting them. I don't, I don't see their offense that, I mean, you know, they didn't move great against VCU, but again, when you're playing against the top five defense and that's just their specialty, I mean, sometimes that's difficult, especially early in the year. So, who knows, man? These games against you know VCU and Auburn and those defenses, um, and you know just full court pressing them all game. You know Arizona State kind of did it too, just not with as uh, you know, not with as um, not as good. But um, who knows? This could be something that could help as far as going through and um, for the year, you know. Yeah, uh, Tony Acus Waterboy in the in the green room asked very nicely if you could just mute yourself before you burp instead of burping into the microphone. <laughs> no, he said no, no. Uh, Sean on Facebook, how long before Williams transfers? Look, uh, that's not funny. That's not funny at all. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, we look, let's hope not. I have no comment. I'm just going to let that simmer. I don't have I don't have a comment for that. Let's just let's just hope not. Um, I think his his minutes will grow. But. You know, you know, Coach Beheim. He's not going to be bullied into. Uh, he's not going to be bullied into playing people because, you know, the fans are afraid he's going to transfer or coming down, yeah, breathing well, down his I neck mean, about it. Like we talked about it, right? Like with those transfers coming in and everything, he had to know that this was going to be a season where it was just him figuring it out, and that next year was going to be his time. Right. Had to. Right. You have to know that coming into it. You would think, right? Mm, you think you would think, but Kadari. So, all right, we'll be right back after this. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yes, that's right. Did I say I hope everybody had a good happy Thanksgiving? Did you have a good Thanksgiving, Joe? You did. Yeah. I did. Okay. Watch your Raiders beat the Cowboys. Thanks. Oh, yes. My Raiders. Um, Look, they played horrible. I could criticize it all day. Cowboys are are good. Yeah, I know. Cowboys are good, though. Um, I know you hate to hear that as a Giants fan, but they're good. Uh, it's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you double your money instantly thanks to their double deposit bonus for all new users. With my bookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at mybookie.ag, use the promo code SPORTSDRINK, you'll instantly receive uh, double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games, leagues, and casino options for, for you to choose from. The Patriots are taking on the Bills Monday night. I, I, we don't know what Monday night yet. If Joe was a good co-host, he would have looked it up from the last read. But at some point on Monday, <laughs> the Bills are taking on the Patriots for the first time this year. Can they reclaim the AFC title? I don't know. Buffaloes look good. They're a, they're a contender, possibly. Uh, however, uh, look for them to cover the spread. Set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when you use the promo code SPORTSDRINK at my bookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK. Double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Hi. Right. Symbol. Symbol. Where is it? Where is it? Right here. Symbol is the sports is the is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create your free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. Visit Symbol.com and use the promo code SD and your deposit will be risk-free. This means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Join Symbol today and start investing and profiting off your favorite teams. Symbol.com and the Spotify Green Room app. This is something I love. I love this app. It's so easy. Go to your iOS or Android stores and download the damn thing. All you need is a username, an email address, and a password. And even if they weren't sponsoring the show, I would still talk about uh, the Spotify Green Room app because it's so easy to use. You sign up for notifications. When we go live, you will find out. They'll send you a notification right to your phone. You hit that sucker to bring you right into the app and you can either be a creep inside the green room and just listen and chat and um, 
critique all of Joe's, uh, you know, quirks. Burps. <laughs> or you can request to speak if I approve it. Unmute yourself by hitting the red microphone on your icon and say your piece. And you can even start your own thing. Sign up for your session to be recorded. You could host your own session. Sign up for that thing to be recorded. They'll email you that thing when it's done. And you can all you got to do is take that file, upload it right to any, uh, any podcast platform, and boom. That's it. That's all you need. It's a podcast without all the equipment, if you choose to do so. All right. Thank you. All of them. All right, Joe. Um, a, a, a decent game. Syracuse held, I, f- I feel like Syracuse held, held their own here for a little bit. And I was <clears> actually <throat> a little impressed for, for a little bit. Right. So once it got away, it got away. Right. But with that said, yeah. um, Jesse was still good. Uh, 17 points again. Um, Swider kept his, his, his thing going. Jimmy Beheim struggled. Gerard struggled. Like you said, he struggled the, in the, the whole tournament again with the defense. Um, seven for 19 from three, not great. So, um, I mean, what do you, I mean, look, look, here's the thing. We're outmatched athletically. Okay. It's going to happen, especially early in early in the season. We when we we play in all this these talented teams, it's difficult, and you could just tell that you know they're ranked nineteenth for a reason, right? And I'm not even sure if they played their best game they could have, um, because you know we we hung strong for a little bit, but but like I said, once once it opened up, it opened up, and I mean, how many backdoor cuts for alley oops did they have? Five. I mean, do too, we not too do, many? Do we not protect that at all? Like after maybe the third one, I don't know. Uh, no, that's I mean, that's yeah. just me. So uh, it, <clears throat> they made it look too easy. With Syracuse was probably tired. You know, I, I had mentioned on Facebook. I'm just gonna let's just bring this up real quick. Or it wasn't Facebook, freaking Facebook. It was Twitter, and I had said something about being outmatched, held strong as long as they could, and our buddy. Mahir says, Sean, I'm sorry. This was horrible. Literally zero effort. The zone is so gut-wrenching to watch. 100 points to Colgate, 84 to ASU, 89 to Auburn. Getting blown out. I mean, seriously, Cuse has been so unathletic the last few years. It's so sad. Very upsetting. I mean, solid point. (laughs) So, I mean, with with that said, I don't know if, if, if I would look. (laughs) <laughs> the the so the the VCU game right um, we we talked about that but Colgate 100 to Colgate I still think is bad but I don't know if 84 to ASU is bad and I don't know I don't think 89 to Auburn's very bad but with that uh, said but with that yeah, said I mean, with that is. said I I understand the defense was terrible I know okay so I mean what say you Joe you don't necessarily have to address that comment but. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the defense has been terrible and, uh, you know, we're 158th in adjusted defense in Ken Palm. And, Be, you know, well, I, I mean, don't know if that's after the Auburn game, though, because that's where we were before. I believe. Yeah, it probably isn't adjusted yet. But, um, you know, just listening to Jim Beheim's comments last night and everything and seeing him playing like the starters for the whole you know, second half to get that win and talking about how he's going to have to play the other guys and Benny Williams and, and uh, Torrance both getting 21 minutes today. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to say that we didn't try to win the game, but I, I think that he made an effort to get other guys playing time just because I think he knows that they we're going to need our we're going to need something off the bench. Right, we can't just have our five starters and just do it for the rest of the season. Uh, the guys that come off the bench need to help, need to do something. And um, if you don't play them and you don't get them in spots to where uh, they can get you know used to it, then um, they're not going to ever really be able to get to that point. So I think that uh, same year, you know, there were some good things. I mean, five turnovers. There's some. I don't want to know. I don't want to say bad passes, but you know, they could be bad passes or just tough passes to handle so to speak and um you know five turnovers but he did have five assists he had a three so he, he kind of proved that he could stretch the defense there a little bit and make them have to you know at least honor, honor his shot uh you know and penny was out there he did some athletic things some jump balls and some hustle stuff you know but he still had two turnovers and 
you know, three steals, but uh, nonetheless, uh, you saw him try to kind of, I mean, with three minutes to go, they took out Buddy, right? So it was only a 16, 17 point game. It's not like it's out of reach, but you'd need a miracle kind of at that point. And, um, you know, there might be some people that end up saying, you know, that maybe they quit or gave up a little bit, you know, early today. But uh, I think that our guys were gassed just from, you know, all the minutes from the Arizona State game. Jimmy looked gassed to me. Um, and, yeah, they uh, looked tired. Yeah. And with the way that Joe had been playing, you know, with this, you know, in this tournament, you know, why not get Saimir in there and get a little bit more of a, you know, a, athletic uh, faster point guard in there they, you know he he definitely seemed to get the ball up the court and kind of handle that pressure a little bit better so it's good to see those guys get some minutes you know just knowing that these are the type of games that uh, are going to get us ready for the season and I really honestly I didn't think that we were going to have a chance against these guys anyway not to talk like you know we're one of those teams that just don't you know doesn't have a chance against certain teams but you know after three games in a row and us having to rely on all our starters so many minutes uh, against Arizona state. I just didn't see this one um, going our way. Yeah, I didn't like you said, I mean, it was good to get those guys some, some minutes to see what they could do, but uh, I don't think it was a white flag moment or anything like that. I guess maybe someone could look at, look at it like that, but um, you know, you got to see what you got. And I think we know, and it's just a development thing. And yep. when, you know, Sidibe, if, if Sidibe, I mean, I don't even know if that's even going to happen. I heard that all last year, too. So I'll believe that. Well, yeah, it. but that's you just hope it doesn't come down to a season like um, well, when we went to the NITs with Gillen and White, you know, because right. they, you know, that season had flashes. Right. And by the end of the season, I felt like felt like we were pretty good it was just that we had so many hiccups and so many losses earlier in the season that we just couldn't make it up and by, i think by the end of the year i think we were a tournament team but you know the non-conference kind of killed us yeah exactly and that's that's kind of what i was alluding to when i was talking about you know the under 500 stuff and my concerns as far as the non-conference goes it's a little worrisome so, uh, all right, these are going to be rando. So I'm just sifting through, and I have not, uh, I have not pre-screened these. Um, at JJ Valerio SC, Gerard needs to be on the bench. So that's beginning. <laughs> at Les Mitchell, nineteen. No ex ex no expectations. Okay. Well, I hear that. Uh, let's see. At Kyle RK Nebiwaniak. Last night's win was fine, but they really needed to beat VCU. This tournament was full of juggernauts, and we just don't have the horses all year or this year. I'll try to remain positive, but I really hope we don't finish under 500. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say to that. No, I mean again, that one's tough because unless you understand the, the bracket and everything, we if we beat East, if we beat VCU, we wouldn't have played Arizona State. We would have played Baylor, and again, Baylor, former national champions, um, definitely would have been nice to have them on the strength of schedule to say we would have played them. But uh, I don't think it, that game would have been very pretty. No, it wouldn't have been. And but I do agree to some extent that you know should have, but. I was saying that also before I watched them play the, their next two games. And their next two games, they played pretty damn good, especially against UConn today, taking them into overtime. They almost beat them. They almost beat UConn today. Mm-hmm. It was damn close. They led a lot of that game. Um, UConn, you know, had some things go their way towards the end of regulation that really helped them out. So. And they stuck in it with Baylor. Yeah, they did. It was what, an eight-point loss, I believe? Was it 69, 61, something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, at our files, 90, zero is a liability. Zero. Yeah. Zone is a liability this year. Last four games gave up 167, 84, 89 against good and bad teams. Ex- expected when you have four new players. Offense needs to carry them, but still can't do it consistently against teams that will be physical and pressured all game. 
their ISO ball is bad. And the pressure is what is killing them. I mean, anybody that's physical in your face is just, I mean, Syracuse is going to struggle. And, and Joe Girard is going to struggle big time. Yeah. And, and we, I mean, I, I don't think, you know, here we are year three, right, with Joe. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just not his game. It's just not his game. So, I mean, it's unfortunate that we don't have that. And maybe Samir steps up and he, he becomes that guy that we can, we can throw in for matchups like that to relieve Joe if he's struggling. But, you know, as of right now, he's not there. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's kind of, you know, where I was going, like, thinking with that, too, is because with the, it's a situation where, you know, if you have Samir in there, then you can even have a situation where Joe comes in for Buddy, and then Joe plays, you know, the off guard or shooting guard, which, you know, so many people or Syracuse fans think that he should be playing anyway, or like that that's what his role should be, or just like a scoring uh, point guard, right? Uh and that's really not the role here. So he's just got to learn that, um, you know, and then hopefully, you know, maybe Symeer can come in and give us, you know, 15, 20 minutes of point guard. And you can give Buddy a little bit of a rest and have Joe come in and play off the ball and, and maybe hit some threes. Uh, but Joe's got to be able to be comfortable in both situations. And, you know, obviously we have to be comfortable with Samir being able to come in and play that role without, you know, having uh, five turnovers like he did today. At MF Brightside, large discrepancy of talent. Great to see Jesse Edwards' development, but not sure where this team goes to get better on defense and handle ball pressure. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, some it's going to have to. A lot of it's going to come down to, I think, Samir getting getting better. And we already know what we've got with Buddy, and we've already we already know what we've got with Joe. Joe was pickpocketed from behind like twice today, taking the ball up. Mm-hmm. So I mean. It's just, I mean, it's like we're trying to do too much. I mean, with driving and stuff, because that's the thing is, is that we don't, it doesn't seem to me like we have guys that can play, you know, can go to the hole and actually create, you know, and and make it down, you know, one-on-one of the basket, you know, so that one's tough. But at the same time, you know, we're going to the free throw line a lot. So um, that is one thing that, you know, I do like about this team thus far is being able to go to the free throw line and stuff like that. But you know, obviously, you know, today was just turnovers and rebounds. You know, when you lose the turnover battle by eight and obviously points off turnovers, they won. And then you lose the rebounds by 10. Um, you know, you're just you're going to lose the game, you know, and then you the team. The other team shoots 50 percent. I mean, yeah, you're going to lose by 20. That's just what happens. Uh, let's see. At Nick Goodman, 18. No athleticism on the rosters besides Benny and Jesse. No defense. Well, I don't. OK. Uh, no defense, no ability to beat defenders off the dribble. Can't get our shooters open. Fun. Uh, but Benny's still not like totally there either. I mean, he wasn't like exactly the man that is going to be, that stood out to me like he's going to be able to handle all of the things that we're dealing with either. So, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it's, no. it's early in the season, and I have a hard time with like real like analysis like I can't just pre- I can't predict what the hell is going to happen. I got to imagine though just just sports in general and especially being watching Syracuse basketball as long as I have is that they always get better. They always get better. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So Well, and they have to find the roles, right? Yeah. That's the thing is, is yes. that right now we have you know, the more experienced and in, in offensive laden team, you know, out there right now. But it's not necessarily, I think, our best lineup as far as defense goes. So Bayheim's going to have to figure out a way because, again, like we talked, we're going to need Torrance to be able to be in there for his athleticism and his, and his defense and his speed. But then also, and also obviously to give, you know, Buddy and Joe breaks. But um, also we're going to need Benny to be in there because he's the best athlete on the team. And, uh, we're going to be able to sit a Jimmy or a uh, Cole Swider if we can give him 20 minutes and he's just out there and just, he's got to understand that we need him to go in there and play good defense, help around the rim, block shots, get steals, get rebounds. And then, you know, whatever he can do off of, you know, hustle and offense and everything. And we're not going to look at him as an offensive scorer, an offensive player. And we don't need him to score. We need him to come in and, and, and be the, 
best athlete on our team and come out there and help us on defense. And, you know, I think, again, that's why he got 21 minutes again today against uh, some stiff competition. So, you know, hopefully that's just it's, that's where you see it get better because obviously, um, you know, we need to get better on the defensive end. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I screwed up the green room, by the way. I had it in the wrong. I had the wrong damn cord plugged in. So that's my bad. That's my bad. I'm doing all these things in here. I'm doing all these things. Mm. Okay. So I had the wrong. I had the wrong cable in. You guys, I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, that sucks. Uh, let's. I just want to show you kind of like how like widespread this is, or you know, everybody's train of thought. And I'm do one more, and and we'll move to Facebook and see if it's if it's the same or not. But um, if it is, then I guess we've covered it all. At Troy has fourteen. Samir Torrance should play more. Handles the pressure better. Some some loose passes, but that'll get better. Well, a lot of things are going to get better, and that's kind of my, I guess that's kind of the point I make all every year this early in the season. Uh, way more active on defense than Gerard. Overall, the team lacks athleticism. Okay, so like I said, so I think Samir's going to get better. I mean, he's like you said, they got to find the roles. Also, uh, we know we kind of already know what we have with Joe and Buddy, like I mentioned. So. Um, yeah, they've got to. I mean, I know it's the same stuff. I feel like I live Groundhog Day sometimes with the fans, and I get it. <laughs> you, do you know what I mean, though? It, it's, yeah, it's, but it's, not every team's gonna play the same against us, you know. So, no, I mean that's that's true. Here, here we go. Ryan on Facebook: Turnovers were brutal. They could not keep possession of the ball, coupled with pretty complete lack of defensive stops. And this one got away from them in a pretty ugly way. Look, they they came back within what was it nine at one point? They came back within no, that? it was like 10, ten or thirteen 10. or twelve or something. Well, yeah, it's, it hovered around ten to thirteen for a little while, and then, <sighs> and then it got up to eighteen. But and they it was brought like it back seventeen for a minute. Yeah, yeah, they brought it back down. They brought it back down. I mean, my point is, is this? Look, they were they were tired. I don't think they gave up. Not like, you know, in the way, in the in the sense that we talk, oh, they gave up and, and just, you know, quit playing. I right. just think they were, I just think they were tired as hell. And that's not an excuse. I mean, you got to give everything you can when you're out yeah. there, no matter what. Auburn right? shot 19 more shots than us, too. Yeah, and not only that, but they were, uh, what, 15 and 39 from three. I mean, they just killed us. That's the one thing in this defense. Just no, they're 12 so- with 30. What am I looking at? Oh, I'm sorry. That Probably was Arizona State. That was that was Arizona State. Yeah, twelve to thirty, which is still pretty good. But uh, you know, that's one. That's a legit criticism to have is that Syracuse still has a hard time getting to uh, protect the arc, and they just they if you if you uh, can pass the ball around, you're going to scramble this these five guys up. Any five, you're going to scramble them up, and then you're going to have one or two open shooters. And then that I mean you know you're gonna if you get enough good looks you're gonna start hitting some of them I mean I don't know what else to say right um, yeah well I mean going forward it looks like that's really what it's you're gonna look at is that you know I mean as far as our defense is the way it is now obviously we know that it tends to get better as the season goes on but as as our I mean we're allowing other teams to score above the average of what they're scoring right so we know that going forward as long as I mean really we got to look at the other team's defense. You know, if the other team's defense, you know, is is good, then then it's gonna we're gonna we're gonna struggle because we know that the other team's probably gonna score above their average. That's just where we are right now, you know. Um, but if it's a mid to average, you know, defense, then we're gonna be able to put up points and you know we'll be in the eighties, you know, or it'll be a game like Arizona State where it's just basically you gotta outscore us. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's where I thought we were kind of going to kind of be at, you know, um, a little bit more of that type thing. Uh, Jesse on Facebook, by the end, Edwards is going to be the best center we've had in a very long time. I think so. I think um, just what he, I've seen him do so far this year, even from exhibition to now, 
Uh, the confidence is there, man. You see him; mm-hmm. he's got the jazz hands going. He's got confidence yeah. now, I don't know what's dude. Going on with that, but yeah, <laughs> I don't either. But I don't care. I mean, no, me neither. You, you you got confidence, you got swag, and uh, that helps. I mean, that that that's a mental thing. And when you have that, then um, you know he's going to go up harder. He's gonna he's gonna be defending harder. I mean, it's. It's just yeah. when you when you come from last year with Marek getting most of the minutes in there and him being a little bit smaller last year. I don't know how much weight he's put on, but obviously he looks a little bigger and it looks like he could get even. I think this is like fifteen pounds. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, so by the end of this year, if he's at twenty or something, you know, that's pretty good. And he's got a huge frame that he could add weight to. And as far as his, he kind of reminds me of one of those, um, one of those. Uh, you know those things out in front of the, no. the car dealerships. You know what I'm talking about? The the wiggly men, whatever. Sometimes he reminds me of Wavy, that. wacky, inflatable tube man. <laughs> yes, that thing. Yes. So sometimes he reminds me of that because he's so long. He he and he gets so high up there. But uh, oh. you know, with that said, I think that he's gotten some of his. You know, awkwardness is is being fixed. You know, we talked. What was Chuku about being like a like a baby like a baby horse just dropped oh, out? Yeah. Just dropped he's out. He's finishing right? on both sides. Yes, right? yeah. And I mean, he's dunking. He's like I said, he's catching the ball up high, keeping the ball up high, which is key when it comes to big men and stuff like that. And uh, I mean, again, yeah. I mean, great point by you know Jesse. It's just a situation where him being able to score these amount of points and be that kind of offensive threat is um is a different make a difference maker on offense and you know it's only going to help you know our offense obviously and obviously the better your offense you know it's better you know it's going to help your defense no matter how bad it is so right but um yeah I mean and his biggest thing is staying out of foul trouble it's going to be the, that's going to be the problem the whole year yeah and I mean in, in like he said I don't know if you listened to the press conference after the Arizona State game but like he said he was talking about. How coach, you know, was telling him the fundamentals, dude. You know, you're you're six eleven, all right. Try not to leave your feet so much. Just get get big, right? And in mm-hmm. the over the back stuff, sometimes on the defensive end, just kills me because you know they're going to call that every time. Yeah, you know, on on someone like him. So mm-hmm. uh, that those are you do that, and you if he does that for the rest of the year, he's going to be in good shape. And, and like we said, if if CDB or like Matt said, if CDB can come back, then that's going to be uh, just another uh, another asset in the pocket. Because if we have to, if we do have to deal with some of that um, foul trouble stuff, you've got someone with a little bit more experience coming in. Now CDB hasn't played basketball in like a year and a half, guys. Like over that, <laughs> actually, right? I mean, he's practicing this year. Okay, well, we're talking about live game action. It's been close to two years. I know. And yeah, so, I mean, we lost him, what, first game of the season, like four minutes into the first game of the season last year, so. Yeah, but I mean, I'll take, I mean, I'll take that. I mean, Frank, Frank Anselm is actually, you know, he's improved and he's done some things, you know, he's obviously capable, but, uh, you know, I think that Sadiq coming back, I don't think he's going to take Jesse Edwards' spot, but I think that he would be the first uh, center off the bench in that type of situation. Not to say that Frank hasn't proven himself or hasn't gotten better because I, I do see obviously a future with him. He's still got three more years after this. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. And you want to talk about, you want to talk about worrying about people transferring if Stevie does come back and he's able to, you know, take that second spot and we don't see much of Frank. I mean, that could be a possibility there. And yeah, I know, but it's still Frank knows that he's going to be the, the main, the main backup next year too, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, what do you say? I try to find one more. Okay, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Um, well, we can just mention Dom here. Dom, top fan. Dom. Yes, 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 yes. This Syracuse team reminds me of that bipolar girlfriend who you weren't sure if you wanted to marry or have committed. I mean, mm. hey, that's a, little, that's a little harsh. Never had one of those, Dom. No, I mean, Never had one of no. those. No. <laughs> uh, top fan. <laughs> I can't top, say the same, but at the end of the day, uh, 
That's a that's a good comment because I'm I'm kind of right there. I just I don't know still what to think of this team. Which is my point. Yes, very incomplete. Very it's very incomplete. incomplete, and which is why I'm having a hard time trying to give any kind of real analysis about it. Because I mean, it, everybody sees what we got and what the problems are. the The question is is can it be fixed? Will it be fixed? I believe it can be, but will it be? And you know, Samir's, how fast can you do it? How fast can you do really it? Exactly. Thing. Because you got you got Indiana coming into the dome, what, Tuesday? And they got, but Ken Palm's got him, them as the uh, number ninth overall adjusted defense. So we're going to be going against another top 10 defense. So it's, it's going to be pretty much right there, VCU, Auburn. Like. Right. Exactly. And, you know, like we said, I mean, it's going to have to be some uh, situation where a guy like Samir gets gets ready sooner than later, in my opinion. And Benny, too. Because I, th- I feel like Benny has the athleticism, obviously, to to help with some of that stuff. I mean, obviously, he might not be bringing the ball up or whatever, but um, some of that stuff he's, he can help with. And Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a situation where you want to be able to get addition by subtraction, right? Like, by subtracting minutes and giving them to other people, you could actually get better minutes for those. I mean, that's that's, to me... That's Joe Girard in a nutshell. I don't think he needs to be in there 35 minutes, you know, uh, you know, 28 to 30, you know, 25 to 30, somewhere in between there and playing, you know, 10 of that, you know, eight to 10 of that as the shooting guard, as the off guard. Um, I think that's where he needs to be, you know, and obviously, um, you know, the coaches know that if, if the other players aren't ready for him to be that and stuff like that, then obviously he has to play a little bit more and do a little more. So, Again, today was I think that getting Benny and Torrance those uh those minutes is is getting them ready for the roles that they're going to need to play if this team wants to be successful or make the tournament. Period. Yeah. Period. Exactly. So, um all right, well, I I I I don't have anything else. I think um we will look the the real the real question now is is can Syracuse come football come through for us tomorrow night to gain mm-hmm. gain an extra game and, and and go bowling, and we'll have to see. We'll have to wait all day. Uh, yeah. Seven thirty game. So I'm <laughs> actually gonna. I'm just gonna tell everybody right now, uh, and I'll tell you, Joe. You're gonna have to text me when that game's over because I will not be live in that game. You'll have to text me to throw out the fan feedback stuff, and I will do that. But I will not be live. I have to go to a damn wedding. And it's mm. an hour away. Oh, dude, it's brutal. And those are, you know, those are my fi- my favorite games are the seven thirty games. You know, the the mm. prime time games when you know you just yeah. you got all day to, to do whatever you need to do, yep. take care of business, and yep. then get get primed for it. Get primed right? for it. Put the put the freaking sweatpants on and crack a beer and just Done. relax. Right, middle of the day just ruins it. Right, yeah, unless it it's noon. Noon's okay. I can deal with noon games. It's like I have coffee, clean up around the house a little bit, you know, watch a little football, mm, and then I got the yeah. afternoon. I have the afternoon a little bit, you know, four to you get something like a three thirty game. It's like that oh. sucks. Those yeah. suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you're starting early and you're you're ending early. Yes, exactly. So, uh, but oh, yeah, football definitely. And then you know, obviously, what we need to look at is you know, obviously Indiana and ACC Big Ten Challenge coming up this Tuesday. Uh, I think seven o'clock on ESPN two, and um, you know, are we going to take away from this tournament and, and learn from this tournament and, and kind of get our roles a little bit more um, implanted in as far as where we see these minutes and stuff like that? Because you know, we can't do what we did against Arizona State and have all our starters play over thirty-five minutes every single game just to win. Um, you know, there's going to be games where maybe we we might be able to, but we can't rely on that. So. Um, you know, I guess that's the big question as far as Syracuse basketball is: what do we take from this tournament uh, against a lot of really good teams? We got a good, got a W, finished one and two, and um, you know, what are we going to learn from there? And, and what's going to be different come come Indiana on uh, on Tuesday at the Dome too? So I expect a big crowd. Yeah, well, the, well, the students are probably going to be out. Most of them probably not even in town, but yeah, the locals need to show up for that game. For sure. I hope so. It's a big game. Yeah, it's a huge game. So, anyways. All right. Uh, That is going to do it for us. We appreciate all of you for hanging out with us. And uh, we will be back 
Um, same bad time, same bad channel after the Syracuse football game. We'll see you Sunday. We'll see what happens. We'll get uh, give you a little taste of Indiana uh, at on Sunday too as well. So uh, that's it. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Taste.